Let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to the Frankensteiner Presents Dynamite Smackdown with Cool Dude Steve in bodacious April. April and the Frankencultists run wild over you, dude. That's right. Thanks, Hulkster. It is Frankensteiner Presents Dynamite Smackdown with your host, myself, Steve McCorney, my wife, April. Hi. It's always just us. There's no one ever else involved in this. What? I know that. That is the current WCF television champion, Cliff Red Dog Miller. Making a run in. Oh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> is, is that what you, is, is that your uh, wrestling persona catchphrase? <laughs> Is today. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Mm-hmm. Cliff is joining us. Um, everybody on Team Raw NXT is. Where are you guys? MIA. Yeah. I have no idea. Julie's got stuff going on. Marty only chimes in every so often. Yeah. So we're pulling double duty today. We're gonna. Yeah. It's around your foot. April and I have never done a podcast with a remote co-host or no. guest, Mm-mm. so we're getting used to it. Cliff, how's it going? It is going well. Yeah. Super well. Won a big championship this weekend. Did. It was awesome. I mean, uh, I was in a ring with a good friend of mine, and you know, they, they I don't know, it's kind of funny because they like gave me the heads up about what was going on. And uh, it was, it, I don't know, it was surreal, like, to be told, like, hey, you're going over. It's exciting. It is. I still watch it because we were, we watched, uh, we had a real bitch of a time watching AEW yesterday. Oh, man. <laughs> so, like, by the time it was over, it was, like, 10 o'clock, and it was, like, I'll watch it tomorrow. Our recording was just so stupid. Yeah, it kept, we... like, rewinding itself, so it would go to the beginning or to the middle. And I saw Jim Ross say... <laughs> that Cody Rhodes has 10 meetings like 15 times. <laughs> that worse. would be mad annoying. Dude, you have no idea. Um, what are we starting off with? Let's start off with, uh, oh, by the way, Cliff, congratulations. Very proud. Yeah. It's great. Thank you. Um, we'll have to post your match up on the website and the Facebook so everyone can see. Um, oh, yeah. Let's start with Raw. And uh, and then we could do AEW, and then April has to leave us, and but then we can finish with NXT and Smacking Down. Is that cool with you? Sounds yeah. like a plan. Whatever you want to do. April needs to bathe. I do. She, she just worked out. <laughs> so what happened? What happened on Raw? Let's let's do a Cliff yeah. Cliff's notes. We didn't we didn't watch or did we watch? Did we watch some? I think we watched some. You saw like. Some of it you saw, I think Lana and Bobby Lashley. Again. Damn it, damn it. And then okay. I saw like the very end. All right, well, but then let, let Cliff let's let, get some Cliff's notes. Yeah, Cliff's notes of the Cliff notes. Yeah, tell us what happened. All right, well, let's backtrack a little bit because um, we did have a draft part of the draft right on Saturday and Sunday, and we started off with uh, Easy Three, Eric Young, and Sankara going to Raw. And Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, Heath Slater, T- Tamina, and the B team going to SmackDown over the weekend. Didn't Cesaro? Did Cesaro go on Monday then? 
Because he got drafted. Zaro never got drafted. Yeah, he did. Continue. <laughs> okay. Because I only wrote it on notes. That's what I do. Um, so we started uh, with a Firefly Funhouse recap and uh, Hell in a Cell. Joyous thing to watch and relive again. That was with like the, the Seth, Seth Rollins like burning it down literally. That's what happened, right? No, that happens at the yeah. end of Raw. They were they did a Hell in the Cell recap of the actual match. Oh, they did the Firefly Funhouse. They talked about what happened. Oh. And then they talked about Hell in a Cell. Oh. Mm. Ew, why? <laughs> um, I don't know. It was so dumb. I'm gonna be honest, like this episode of Raw really kinda just pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, no. <laughs> we did start the match off, though, with Becky was in her ring, um, and she was supposed to take on Sasha, but, you know, Sasha's tailbone, apparently, like, she wasn't going to be in a match. Yeah. So, I swapped it out for Charlotte. Which, they still booked the match, even though they knew they she was They said it. They announced it. It was so fucking stupid. Yep. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, just stop doing this to me, WWE. <laughs> you do it all the fucking time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the match goes on. Um, it was a pretty good. De- it was a pretty decent match, but they always put on like good matches together. And then, of course, you know. So because you know Raw, so Raw got the first pick, and their first pick was Seth Rollins. Woo! <laughs> wow! Yeah. That's me being enthusiastic for it. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and SmackDown took Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> Was which that, then Raw took Charlotte Flair. Like, yeah, I mean, those, like, I don't know why the champs were available for draft. That's what I mean. Like, why why are they doing, like, the most obvious choices? They didn't, and they, because they could have, like, been like, oh, champs are available to draft, and then one show just drafts all the champions. Like, that, sh- that should have been, like, first picks for everybody. Yeah. Well, at least they didn't mess it up as bad as they did on SmackDown. Cesaro was drafted to SmackDown, by the way. Um. Okay, I must have missed that. Steve is just so did. He, he's just obsessed with Cesaro, so that's why. Like the whole time, he was mad that Cesaro wasn't drafted, so he just has to prove his point right now. Clearly, he's Cesaro's <laughs> worth fifteen Lacey Evanses. Oh yeah, well Lacey Evans is just. We can't talk about her. Like Lacey. No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Cliff's in this. Cliff, Cliff was in the service as well. He's biased. Uh, I'm super biased. Well, <laughs> just listen to her podcast with Lillian Garcia. It's pretty awful. <laughs> I actually saw her uh, her interview with Xavier Woods. Good. No, Cliff. Just no. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Aside from Charlotte, you had a New Day go to SmackDown, and then Andrade with Zelina went to Raw. It was awesome. <laughs> so then the next match that we had up was uh, Andrade versus Ali. So you know you have to have the showcase matches. Once again, Ali lost. Well, because he was going was to awesome. SmackDown, right? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> My the enthusiasm of a voice is ridiculous. It's, it sounds really like you're excited. Yeah. So <laughs> round seven, we had a uh, raw take the Kabuki Warriors, uh, SmackDown take Daniel Bryan, raw take Rusev, SmackDown take Bailey, and a raw take Alistair Black. But Kabuki Warriors will be on like both shows still. Yeah. 
Yeah, but if they lose, then they go yeah, exclusively to Raw. What? So they'll probably lose. Are they going to do that to me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Probably. No. You know, um, I did like to pick up for Alistair Black going to Raw. Well, you knew he, he was going like to a, because Zelina, Zelina, yeah. Zelina was already on it. So they aren't going to split them up. And so that was kind of a given. Because Andrade went and Andrade only went because Charlotte went. Right. So they didn't Which, split, they I didn't know split that. Becky and Seth. They no. kept them together. Everybody's together. Everybody's together. Whoopee. Hey, one big happy family. <laughs> Until they all break up. Oh. They all break up. <laughs> oh. You know, but um, I did know that uh, Paul Heyman is very high on Aleister Black, so hopefully we'll get to see some kind, of, some kind of push. Oh, yeah, him and EC3. I know he was. he's pretty big on. I don't know who that is. E- EC3? You know, you just said EC3. No, <laughs> oh. Nope. I don't know who he is. He's Dixie Carter's. Nope. I don't see him. I don't son? see him on. I don't see him on TV. I don't. He doesn't exist. Nephew. He re- he really doesn't exist. That is true. Sad. I don't watch main events. <laughs> oh. Damn. Wow. <laughs> this. So, uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. This is the Viking Raiders versus Dolph and Rudolph. Or Dolphin Rude. Dolphin Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph. But that's a Dolphin good team. Rudolph. Why don't they just call themselves Rudolph? That would be good. It's too good. <laughs> Every team needs a name. WWE doesn't want to do it. They need couple names. That's like their couple name. <laughs> it works. But they lost. But, um, Did they lose it? With they this lost. One? Yeah. yeah. I was amazed at that. I was, I was hyped for the Viking Raiders, though. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty big for them. That's pretty. That's actually a good change. I did like their uh, promo they cut afterwards, though, because they did talk about you know being from Ring of Honor as well as New Japan, so brought like light to other promotions. Yeah, they're not like hiding their heads in the sand anymore. What do you, What do you mean by that? They used to just never talk about other promotions. I think they have to. I think at this point they know that they're they're getting a little run for their money. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, we had more pickups. So Cedric went to Raw. Nakamura went to SmackDown. Carrillo went to Raw. Ali went to SmackDown, and Rowan went to Raw. I keep I keep seeing that name, and I still have no idea. Who the hell is Carrillo? I was just gonna say, who the hell is that? Isn't he like a two hundred five? Roberto Carrillo. Yeah. 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 Well, he was in NXT, and then he became a two hundred five live. Is and he then, Asian? Uh, yeah, and then he all like makes this big ass splash everywhere. No, who is this guy then? He's uh, Hispanic, right? Latino, if you will. I don't know. I don't know who he is then. They're trying to find their next Rey Mysterio. Mm. That's who he is? Okay, I don't know, but I'll I, maybe I'll see. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Will he ever <laughs> so be on our TV? next key matchup that we had up was uh, Alistair Black versus Eric Young? And uh, yeah, that ended just about as quickly as it started. <laughs> Poor Eric Young. It's fed to the wolves all the time. <laughs> That's the guy that was from that no group. No hope for him. Yeah, he's from Sanity. Yeah. Damn. I don't know that group. You don't know that they group. They don't. They don't exist. <laughs> they're 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 gone. They weren't on TV enough. Oh. They had a female with him at one time. I don't know her. <laughs> don't. I don't know her either. You guys are. I don't know who she is. Brutal. Mm. <laughs> so, 
So uh, then we had some more pickups, right? So Raw got Buddy Murphy. SmackDown got Rudolph. Raw got Jinder. Rudolph. SmackDown got Carmella. And then Our Truth went to Raw. Yeah, I was, was happy about that one. Oh, you are about our truth yeah, about, about our truth, and they they need to split up our truth and Carmella. They need to split those guys up. Well, Carmella has to be with Graves, but I mean, I kind of liked their dynamic together. Yeah, I made both of them very, well, very interesting. Okay, you you just hate Carmella. I actually like her on That's her not own. True. Uh, she should have been the first twenty four seven women's champion. She should have been. Yeah. Other than you definitely should have. Was it Candice Michelle or Kelly Kelly? Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Well, I didn't know I was with some twenty-four-seven champion historians. Stupid. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do. <laughs> um, Street Profits cut a promo. OC interrupted him, beat him down. And then it made it sound like the match was going to be later on in the night. The way the promo got cut. Yeah, and I think um, they had even tweeted that it was going to be tonight, but now it's uh, next Monday. This Monday coming up. It was, I mean, it was kind of nice that they're like, "Hey, stay tuned next week," even though we promoted this match for tonight. It was pissing me off. They love misleading. <laughs> That's their favorite thing. Yeah. Right. Um, match five: Ricochet versus uh, Shelton Benjamin. Um, again, recoil for the win. I just um, saw. I, see. I meant to send it to April because I'm on a big Chuck Taylor. Character. Oh Jesus. But on Reddit, um, like one of the top things in Square Circle is Chuck Taylor just doing his finisher, which is called the Awful Waffle, to Ricochet like 75 times. And it's great. Ricochet <laughs> at one point had like super long curly hair. And then like suddenly he has no hair, no tattoos. And it's like, oh. Steve is obsessed. Uh, I, he keeps sending me all this stuff. That's an awful name for a finisher. Awful Waffle? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's from "Salute Your Shorts." I just think it rhymes, so I actually like it. I know I, it is. <laughs> is it? Is it? It is right from "Salute Your Shorts." Yes. Yeah. Why is his name Chuck Taylor? Like after the shoes, it bothers just, me. It's just his wrestling name. Okay, whatever. But he also calls himself by his real name, Dustin. <laughs> I can't. <sighs> what else happened on Raw, Cliff? <laughs> so. <laughs> um, right before the commercial break, right? This is where that stupid uh, love story is taking place. So Lana was like getting rubbed out. Yes. This then, is when like, I turned on the Bobby TV. showed up. Yeah. Ugh. This is disgusting. This I can't do it. Worst. I can't do the storyline. Why does Marty like it? I almost threw my phone out of my car when I heard him <laughs> say that. <laughs> I don't know. It's not even like... It's not working. I actually felt like it kind of worked when they did it with Dolph, but this yeah. is not working. No, it's like uncomfortable. It's too really I feel uncomfortable it's watching. Too it. really boring. Like Bobby Lashley's just boring. He has no like character development, and now we're sticking with Lana, whose like one trait was she was like Russian and with Rusev, and now she's lost that. I don't mind her losing the accent, but I just I don't know. I can't wait to hear that great theme music of hers. Oh no! Please. No, my biggest problem with it is that um, it seems like Vince is like hell bent on like trying to split them up as a couple. So he like puts Lana in these stupid pairings all the fucking time. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely seems like that. And it definitely seems like he, he like loves Lana, like her look, her everything. So he really wants her to be somewhere no matter what. But not with Rusev. Not beside Rusev, though. Not with Rusev. He's not so being handsome. a good manager for him. Man, Rusev's so handsome, though. Rusev's no. Rusev is actually like pretty all right looking. Handsome Rusev. S- Steve loves him. With that mustache. Clearly. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote it in my notes, right? I wrote contract signing for Braun and Fury. Talk, talk, talk. Contract sign. Braun breaks table. Fury breaks pin. Hey. Do you follow boxing? I do follow boxing. Okay, do should I care? <laughs> <laughs> about this match or about boxing? About this match and about Fury, because I I find myself just not caring. Oh, as far as this match goes, no. Well, yeah. As far as boxing goes, yes. Okay. Because I mean, even big I feel opponent like, for Fury though. I feel like even uh, when Big Show fought. Floyd Mayweather, it wasn't a two week build up. It was like a build up. Like in this this and uh Cain Velasquez, those matches are just like oh, they had they to make something for Crown Jewel. Ugh. I think my problem with this uh with with the build up is you know, it's just like you said, right? Is that Floyd was uh like three month build and that's what it it went through. It was a Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. And now we're looking at this two week build up. And it's like, it's almost like the WWE forgot because at certain points they said, um, they're trying to make it seem like this is the first time a boxer ever entered the ring. Well, and uh, the King said that. And then they had to fix the Bishop, Bishop, the commentator. Uh, corrected it and said heavyweight. <laughs> okay. By the way, I don't. I don't know either of those those commentators. <laughs> I know the king, and that's it. Liv Morgan. Um. Yeah. So Liv Morgan is. They called her Mrs. Irrelevant, which isn't a fair statement because there was people who just didn't get drafted at all, like Cesaro yeah. in this night. Yeah. I mean, there was tons of people that again. I don't know. I mean, her and Sarah Logan, like, what? So Sarah Logan, is Sarah Logan on Raw now? Did she get drafted? Really? No, she didn't get drafted. My God. What's the problem? I'm like, yo, what the hell's going on? Are we almost at the end of Raw? (laughs) (laughs) We are. It feels like a chore just to even talk about it. How do you do this every week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I just... (laughs) I just power through. Wait, how did Raw end? Uh, Kabuki Warriors challenge, were challenged by Natalia and a person who pushes her to her limit. This was so oh, This is when I got. That's this is right. when I walked okay. in the door. Yeah, that's right. And I, I had to see this. The match was okay. It wasn't anything like special. Um, oh, it ended Raw. I mean the the biggest the biggest my take biggest takeaway the match ends Kabuki Warriors win and it goes right into a Firefly Funhouse where Seth shows up and burns the fucking set down That's and right. again it should have been a double turn I mean Brace begging him not to do it double turn Bray and the laughter at the end it's uh, no comment oh wow. <laughs> What this would you, is the worst. This is the worst way to end Raw. What would you rate that show? This edition four. of Raw. 
a four out of ten. Oh my god. No, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe like a three. Three out of ten. Jesus. Oh whoa. <laughs> Alright, let's some trash. Let's get into some fun stuff. AEW Wednesday night dynamite from I don't have the date. I usually take my notes 16? on the actual date. October sixteenth. October sixteenth, two thousand nineteen. Starts off with uh, SCU coming out for their match and they immediately get attacked by Lucha Bros. April, you are not familiar with Lucha Bros at all. What do you think so far? They're cool. <laughs> I, I mean, that one guy looks kind of scary. Pentagon? Whatever his name is, yeah. Pentagon I mean, they they look they're well when I finally saw him wrestle. Yeah. They're they're pretty awesome. Um package pile driver on the ramp that takes out Daniels. Uh Everybody's selling it like he's actually hurt. Young Bucks come out. And then Scorpio Sky had run out to like chase off Lucha Bros and just streetwear. And he's going to be in the match now. Against? Your best friends. The best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is just so hung up on this dude right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> I love it, Chuck Taylor. Do yourself a favor. Go follow Chuck Taylor on Twitter. There was a whole exchange about he tweeted like just a couple days ago about Hangman Page's Titan Drawn, and it is truly amazing. Uh, at one point, pretty early in the match, Taylor takes off Scorpio Sky's shoe and then starts biting his foot. Um, my fa- my favorite part about the best friends—they look like they're just having a good time in there. <laughs> um, we get. Uh, Trick Taylor also hits a pile driver. I love pile drivers. They don't do them in WWE, April. Why not? Uh, broke Stone Cold got his neck broke. Oh my god. Well, yeah. maybe that's why. That was years ago. Is that why they don't do chair shots either? Probably go ask Chris Benoit and McFoley. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, didn't I think somebody else might have got injured from a pile driver? We didn't see a pile driver for a really long time on WWE until there was a John Cena CM Punk match on Raw and like Punk hit Cena with a pile driver. It was huge news. Remember, um, power bombs were banned by WWE as well. Yeah. And then John Cena hit one on Punk. See? Great. <laughs> um, there's a hug spot. Steve loves us because it like pans oh out God. the pan out shot. Scorpio Sky is just killing it with one shoe. And then at one point he just throws his other shoe into the crowd, which gets tossed back. And then he does a dive to the outside. Like, is he in socks? Yeah. Like grippy socks, I hope. Probably not. I don't think he thought Chuck Taylor would take off his shoe. I feel like you would slip and fall. No? Cliff, could you slip and fall with your just sockies on? You've been in a ring. I, so I've that. never been in a ring with just socks. But um, it's pretty, you get a little bit of traction to it. So I don't I don't know. I hope he was wearing yoga socks. Yeah. <laughs> you have to let us know. You have to you have to test out this theory. Next next week. <laughs> yeah. Test it out. Uh, there's like a high tower superplex spot. There's it, it was a really good tag match. Ended with um a power bomb into uh it looked like it was supposed to be like a delayed drop kick. It was a little sloppy. It was a little sloppy, but still an amazing match. Uh SCU goes over. Poor best friends. 
I liked how the commentators like covered over the top, and they were like, "Yeah, well, he wasn't ready for this match, so you know, a lot of things were just thrown off with their timing." I was like, "No, he just fucked up the drop kick." Right. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you know, it's better than like Michael Cole being like, "Oh, I don't think he got all of that." <laughs> like, shut up, Michael Cole. <laughs> I oh, hate that. Uh, we get. I, I'm just gonna keep calling them LAX versus some jobbers. This is the two Hispanic dudes. Yeah, you love the one guy, the crazy one, yeah. <laughs> the one with like his tongue. Yeah, he's like just wild. Yeah, he's crazy. Pretty good squash match. Uh, the other team really doesn't get any offense. They hit the street sweeper for the pin, and then Jericho comes on the big screen. I don't know what, what they're calling it yet. WWE, it's the Titan Tron. Or the Jerichotron 2000. They don't have a name for it in uh, AEW yet. Uh, but Jericho, on behalf of... Inner Circle. LAX and Inner Circle, challenges Young Bucks at the pay-per-view. This might be... Cliff, this might be the first pay-per-view I get in, like, years. Probably ten years. I'm going to have to find a way to watch it since uh, I got denied... Yeah, we got denied press passes again. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. We're not big time. Enough. Didn't say anything. We got to keep getting bigger. Black. Um, but it's impossible to find it. They get rid of it on Twitch so quick. How much is it for a pay-per-view? I just stream it. It's probably going to be like 50 bucks. <sighs> well, we pay for WWE Network for, what, yeah. every month? Yeah. Cliff, why don't you come over and we'll split the cost? <laughs> I'll, I'll make a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Entirely worth it to come from Baltimore. <laughs> all the way yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that a far flight? Yeah. That would probably be like four and a half, five hour flight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we get a, a vignette. We'll make, with... a, we'll make a few hours. Right. <laughs> we get a vignette um, for Cody featuring like his whole family, essentially. We got Brandy, his mom. Who April was very upset was in. No, I was just like, who is she? And Steve's like, it's his mom. I'm like, how am I? Am I supposed to assume that? They don't even have the same last name. Because yeah, it said Runnels. <laughs> it didn't even say like Cody's mom. That like, was weird. I just assumed like, it was an old it lady. Been, like, parenthesis. She wasn't even that old. Cody but I just assumed it was an older lady. And I was like, who is this older lady that keeps popping on the TV? Yeah. They definitely should have told that. We also get uh, MGF in the. The vignette, DDP, JR, Shivani, like, it had a real big match feel. Like, like, I really hope that this feud goes on forever. Like, I, I hope Cody doesn't win because I want the chase to continue. Yes, I agree. And that, that was one of the main Did things. You guys, too. um, you guys watched that show called, um, it's on YouTube. It's called A Shot with Brandy. No. April also so. does not like YouTube. <laughs> so I just, I just don't. You guys it. gotta check it out. What is it? Just did one. So it's pretty much Brandy just like talking about, like just getting drinks, like foods and stuff like that with people. And uh, she had MJF on there, and MJF was talking about how like Cody's like his best friend, his mentor, and that he's on the show with with his beautiful wife. That if she ate the makeup that she wears, she would be beautiful on the inside as well. <laughs> MJF is amazing. <laughs> 
He's such a dick. He is great. I love him. It's so perfect. It seems kind of like that show that Renee had. Remember when Renee would like take them out for food yeah. and like on the network? Yeah. So she's probably trying to do like a similar kind of thing like that. Yeah. Except like AEW won't step in and tell her to stop or say we're not funding it or some dumb Or shit. do it in like weird. I don't know. Like just. <laughs> we're going to put it on Fox. Oh, God. We love your show. <laughs> uh, then we got Britt Baker versus Riho. I do not like Britt Baker. I think she's kind of plain. Oh, that's exactly what Steve said. Yeah, I said very bland. Yeah. April yeah. can't believe that she's married to that good-looking guy, <laughs> Adam Cole. I was like, hey, yo, Adam Cole can fight me. I'm going to let him know. Like, Your wife could only do dental work. I don't want to see her in a ring because she's just plain. I would agree. She's, yeah. I mean, she's just, she's, it's, I don't want to say it. I don't want to sound really mean, Dude. but I also don't really like to look at her. Yeah. No. <laughs> not that I should like, not that that's a big thing, but like, she just is odd. Yeah. That's why you're most upset that she's with Adam Cole. Cause you're like, Ooh. I don't think like he's like hot. I just, I just think it's an odd pairing. <laughs> Like, she looks like she's probably taller than him. Is she taller than him? I don't know. I don't know. Not that that matters. Whatever. I don't know. You're like taller it. than me. Whatever. She, it's cool that she's a dentist. Yeah, go make your money being a dentist. What are you dentists doing, Dentists have dude? the highest suicide rate. I said that last week. <laughs> that was my fact of the week. <laughs> it's a true fact. Uh, Riho is incredibly over with the AEW crowd. Um, it's a good back and forth. Riho basically has answers. For everything that Britt throws at her, uh, Riho gets like double stomps to the stomach, some running knees. Uh, Britt hits a really like beautiful um, fisherman swinging neck, br- neck breaker, and April thought that that was over. It was like, remember when it was like a two point seven five, like on the count. It was like one, two. And oh it was, like, yeah, super it close. Was and you were like, so oh my close God. that I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> uh, Riho hits a bridging suplex. Uh, and then for the pin, she kicks out, goes into a half crab. She gets to the ropes. She runs to the top rope, gets a double stomp. Like Riho was just super, super quick. What? Uh, Britt goes for that lockjaw move, which is like a cross face mandible claw. And then Riho flips it into a pin. What'd you think of the women's match, April? Oh, it's good. I like Riho. Cousin. Cousin. Where does she go from here? Who? Riho. Like, they haven't really said anybody. There's, there hasn't been, like, a, a gang of women's matches on the shows. There hasn't. I don't know. They're going to have to build something. I just think that she's the tiniest little thing I've ever seen. Um, I feel like um, it makes it, like, a little... She's She's good. She's just... So quiet and so tiny. I don't really know what else is going to happen. Yeah, I want to see what else she can do. You I asked guess. me if she speaks English, and I said I have no idea. I've never heard her talk. Yeah. Cliff, what do you what do you think they go from here? Uh, I think they're going to probably play a matchup with like Bree P- Priestley. Yeah, right? dude. That Priestley. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She was awesome in that tag match. Yeah, she looked really good. I think <laughs> that's just, that's just the. The route you gotta go, right? Because I mean, she's like the only other person that's been featured on the show. Yeah, and uh, not to say that 
her tag team partner for that match um, wasn't like over or anything, uh, Sakura. But like, I don't see her being like the next women's champion, if that makes sense. Yeah. Then we get Lucha Bros versus Jurassic Express, Sans Luchasaurus. Instead, we get uh, Marco Stunt, April's new favorite wrestler. I no, I just I honestly thought it was a chick when I first was looking, but then I realized it was a guy. It's either a really f- feminine guy or a really butchy dude. Okay, chick. It just because <laughs> whatever. I thought it was a girl, but then I realized it was a guy. Um. Yeah. Pentagon Junior. and Marco start the match. Marco does the floss. Uh, Pentagon. Do, do you know what they yell, Cliff? Like when he does the hand motion. Cero miero. What does that mean? Fearless. What? Fearless. Nikki Bella. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've never seen Pentagon Junior. Nikki Bella in the same place at the same time. <laughs> that tells me same person. Um, he does that. He's super over with the crowd. Like this crowd was definitely a uh, like a smart, rabid crowd. Um, Marco gets some fucking amazing like Lucha Libre style offense. This is cool. They were like throwing him all over and he was flipping and turning and um, Jungle Boy hits like both of these guys were just fucking awesome. Jungle Boy is great. I felt like everybody's dynamic in this was really good. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. worked well together. Yeah, there wasn't too many parts where it was like, oh, that didn't work. And it almost seemed like they they had to do this last minute. Uh huh. Um, so even even fucking more props. At one point, Pentagon kills Marco Stunt with a, like a super kick. Killed. And then Jungle Boy like is doing a headstand on the turnbuckle, and he gets a super kick for his fucking troubles, too. Um, at one point, Marco Stunt is sitting on the top turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and Ray Phoenix just grabs Jungle Boy's hand, jumps up to the rope, and does like some like weird kicky flip stuff on the rope, and then does an insecurity to Marco Stunt, and then like a DDT to fucking Jungle Boy. Are you, Cliff, are you familiar with Lucha Bros? Like, have you seen some of their matches before, like, AEW? Oh, to be honest, like, the first time I saw them together was, um, well, when I saw uh, Luchasaurus in uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah. What about... I had a uh, lot of catching up to do. What about Lucha Bros? Did you see any of their stuff? Um, sorry, with Lucha Bros? Yeah. No, actually, prior to Double or Nothing, I think I heard the name a couple times. And then I know I saw, I think Pentagon was in Impact. Pentagon, I think Lucha Bros was in, were both on Impact. And I think Pentagon and possibly Ray Phoenix were both on Lucha Underground, which I just never watched. Me neither. Yeah. Um, I I knew there was a lot of good wrestlers that were on that show, but I just never watched it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ricochet was on uh, Lucha Underground. I think Scorpio Sky might have been on. Like, there was a shit ton of people. Vampiro. Uh, yeah. Marco gets some kicks in, uh, hits a shining wizard, which does no fucking good. Uh, we eventually Marco hits like a six thirty from the top rope. That guy's crazy. Yeah, I think because of like his stature, he can just do. I mean, yeah, but that's Wee! cool. And I bet you that we were talking about it. The guys probably love it because they can like toss were, him like nothing. Oh my god, they were doing some shit like even in the commercial break, like when it's like picture in picture, they yeah. like just threw him up and like kicked him midair. It was fucking crazy that the guy shit could take they were some doing. Hits. Um, and then 
Lucha Bros hit their finisher, which is a double stomp package pile driver combo. At this point, April said, April said, what happened to Street Party? Did they just leave? <laughs> because Private Party was uh, sitting next to the ring because it is just a ripoff of the Street Profits, which is a ripoff of the Bonus Boys from oh. FSW here in Vegas. I, dude, first of all, what did I say? Call them the Street Profits? Street Party. The Street Party? <laughs> I feel like that's an okay name. Yeah. That could work. <laughs> totally. So. <laughs> It's better than private party. Yeah. Cliff, uh, what did you think of this match? Oh, I loved it. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but the, the pump handle bomb that Pentagon threw down, I thought like that was like one of the most lit things I've ever seen. <laughs> like the amount of crazy shit in this match was just like outrageous. Like they were, they were fucking killing each other. I felt like. Well, yeah. the cameras couldn't even. Yeah, keep yeah, up. the camera couldn't even keep up half the time. So I think my biggest problem, right, with this match wasn't anybody that was in a match. It was like reading Twitter. Oh yeah, read or saw. There was a but lot of. There hate should be for no Marco. reason why. Oh, why? Someone because... has to defend. Someone has to defend Marco Stunt because they said that he's too short, that he's not a legend, and that he shouldn't be in the position that he is, and that he needs to you know, go away and this, that, and the other. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, and then Chris Jericho comes in and defends him. And then someone has to reply, well, stunt isn't Rey Mysterio because that's who Chris kind of compared him to. But then you're looking back at it and you're like, well, wait a minute. Ray wasn't a star at the, at the level he is now no. when he first started at WCW or ECW. And now you're trying to take Marco stunt in the same kind of realm. And I was like, it's not fair, man. This kid is an amazing work. He's got great athletic ability. You got to give just give him time. Like it, he's gonna be there, and it's all pro these guys wrestling. gonna be there. It's well, all it's all well, make believe. At like, first look, I was like, oh, he's tiny, but whatever. And he is short. I mean, that's just yeah. in general, he's short, but he can obviously wrestle. Like as soon as it, the match started, he was doing like yeah, it was crazy. crazy shit. And he's no like Max Mini, you know? Yeah, Rey Mysterio is probably like a good example, a good comparison. Yeah, Hoovy and fucking. He did a Rey Mysterio move. Yeah, he, he did, did the do, exact move he, did he the, does. Uh, Six one nine in the corner. Yeah. at one point, April was very concerned he was going to get sued. <laughs> just, Can they do that? <laughs> yes. I didn't know if like moves are like that's legally mine. I don't well, know. It's, and it's funny that you say that because oh my god, there was a whole thing on Twitter with some of like the older wrestlers being like. You should ask another. Oh, it was Bray using the mandible claw, and like, I think Taz like went on this whole fucking rant about how you need to ask permission and blah blah blah. And then Stone Cold was like, "I love that Kevin Owens is doing the stunner. I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I yeah, mean. Though, like, I was no like, "Is it like just allowed? Like, nobody yeah, no has to get permission?" I mean, Randy, the RKO is the diamond cutter, which is like a three fourth cutter that. Um, Laura Knight is used to do. Oh, Johnny okay. Ace. I used to do that move. Okay. <laughs> uh, then we get Pack and Mox versus uh, Hangman and Omega. And this is, I paid very close attention to Hangman's Titan Tron <laughs> when he came out. Uh, April does not like Johnny Moxley in tights. Fair to say? I do find it odd to look at him <laughs> in tights. And also. His fucking knee pads. And he keeps, like, adjusting his knee pads every, like, 20 seconds. Cliff, how long have you been watching wrestling? 
what'd you say? Ask? Like, how long have I been doing what? How long have you been watching wrestling? Uh, 1992. A lot of WCW or no? Uh, actually, it started with WWF. Okay. And then it went to WCW. Do you remember when Flair would wrestle and his knee pads would just go down to like his ankles? Yes, I remember. Yeah, it was like a trademark. <laughs> um, a really insane match. Um, and April made a good point. Like Johnny Moxley's in there with probably three super athletic guys. And the like it was a very big styles clash because Mox isn't hitting like Hurricane Rana's or <laughs> V triggers. His style's more brawling. And you have Omega who's like super fucking fast and He's flips so fast. and Pac who's doing, you know, broken arrows and Paige who's doing like standing moonsaults. Um but it was still really good. Mox at one point tried to kill Hangman Page by pushing him off the top rope and he took a bump on the apron, which looked super painful. We get uh, snap dragon suplexes from Kenny Omega to Pac and Moxley. It was really, uh, really great tag team wrestling on the sense of like Omega and Hangman were just hitting a lot of like tag team offense. Uh, I lost my place. (laughs) Mox and Omega (laughs) just beat the shit out of each other. Like they have that back and forth with the punches and the kicks. And the fucking knees. And this is when Kenny Omega goes outside. Moxley also goes outside. And they pull out a barbed wire bat and a barbed wire broom. And they're going to beat the living shit out of each other. And then Pac comes in. He says no. He says no. But I feel like it was definitely the broom. He like grabbed the broom by the barbed wire and fucking cut his hand all up because he was like bleeding. He starts yelling at Moxley, like, what are you doing? You're going to get disqualified. So Mox flips him the bird. Both birds. Both. Both birds. Both birds. <laughs> uh, hits him with the uh, double arm DDT. What the hell's the move called? Dirty Deeds. Paradigm no. Shift. There Dirt, you go. Paradigm, paradigm Shift. shift. <laughs> hits him with the Dirty Deeds. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> we couldn't fucking remember that name what last week. What were you week calling either. it? You were calling it like. Something not the reality stone. Mm, okay, it was something else <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, and then Omega comes in, hits the V trigger. Um, Hank, do, do you know what Hangman's move's called, Cliff? The flip. No, the uh, the like reverse tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah, it's yeah. called the dead eye. Uh, hits the dead eye. Thank you, Cliff. I will edit that out so it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so stupid. It's, it's the dead eye, uh, and they pin him. My favorite part about this match was the ref at the end was like, just had his hands up. Like, he couldn't believe what he just saw. Like, Moxley, what are you doing? Then we get... Your damn business. The main event. <laughs> Darby Allen versus Chris Jericho. What did you... April, what did you think of this match? Oh, I thought it was good. It was really good. You didn't ask me what I thought of last match. What did you think of that one? It was good. Yeah. You didn't ask Cliff. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's got it's got four main eventers. Like it was good. Cliff Everyone what, was really over in that match. Yeah. Everybody. It, it was red hot. There wasn't like well going back. There wasn't like anything that wasn't like good. Even the squash match was good. You know what I mean? 
I'll have to be honest. Uh oh. Um, I am not a fan of uh, Hangman Page. Oh wow! How dare, is it because it's oh. Tron? <laughs> yes, it's only his oh. Tron. That's it. It's only his video package. No, no, no. Like I have to be honest. Like I think he's very athletic. I think he, and I think that he's got like a great assortment and like his um, and like his uh, I don't know how to put it, his his move set, but um. I don't know. There's just something that's not clicking with me personally. I just, I don't know. Like I, I, I clicked with Neville when he first showed up and then he, when he became pack or pack, um, Moxley the same way, Kenny Omega, like I was a huge fan of, and I'm a huge fan of, you know, Marco stunt and as well as the Lucha bros, I can go on the whole roster, but it's just something about him and page that I see him on there. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't believe you. No, let's go over the whole roster. What do you think of the young? <laughs> I think that I think the hey Cliff, if you get a chance to check your Facebook messages. Um, but also, I think the I sent him the tweet. So stupid. I think the main thing with Hangman Page, Hangman Page, Hangman, Hangman, Hangman Page, is he's it's very he wrestles a very like old school style sometimes with like those flips and shit thrown in. Like he doesn't necessarily look like he should be doing that, but and then he like. Does a standing moonsault or a fucking like flip? Because I, I love that flip uh, clothesline he does from the outside. Yeah, Buckshot Lariat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, you you know all their names. So the way Cliff <laughs> feels about Paige is kind of how I feel about Moxley right now. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just I can't get behind him. I still don't feel it. Not that I like. I think I just like want to like him, so I'm just gonna like him. But like, I just I don't feel it. I feel like. In that match, he was the least and you don't, memorable to me. You, and you don't like hardcore matches either. I do not like hardcore yeah, matches. Because I would say to. check out the Joey Janela match. I'm still going to give him a chance, but. <clears throat> we'll see. We're, we're, oh, getting, I feel. we're getting that pay-per-view. We're getting that pay-per-view. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how I feel about Hangman Page. I feel like you see the movie Elf. I remember when they were all singing, uh, was it Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Yeah. And uh, one guy was just lipping the words. He wasn't really singing. That's me. Wait, I was that's, like, go Hangman you? Page. And I'm over here like, Hangman Page. Oh. Hangman Page. <laughs> I thought you meant like that was Hangman Page. Like he's just going through the motions of being a wrestler. <laughs> All you just feel like the rest of the crowd is like cheering him. And I'm just like, no, I don't get it. I'm not, I'm not with it. <laughs> yeah. How long until, how long until Marty Skrull's, uh, contract is up with ring of honor isn't it up already i don't know if not it's like end of january or like end of december marty scrawl is the villain he's the one that wears like the the priesto mask oh i think you got me a shirt too um i might have yeah Yeah, he's fucking so cool um so darby allen chris jericho (laughs) (laughs) really good match um there was a lot of stars that came out of this show um, a lot of people that were like a little bit over, but I think got a lot of respect. Scorpio Sky, Marco Stunt, and Darby Allen. Like Darby Allen looked fucking amazing in this match versus Jericho. Um, just all the shit he was doing, using his body as a weapon, punching, kicking. His hands taped behind his back. Yeah, super fucking fast. Yeah, he's so fast. Um, yeah, Jericho at one point tapes his hands behind his back. And 
like Darby Allen was still hitting offense. So fucking cool. Cliff, any thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, there was, I wrote so many notes on this matchup just about like, you know, uh, the way that uh, obviously the road breaks, that was kind of a big deal a few times. Um, okay. The story went through and talked about how like everything that Jericho was throwing at Allen, Allen like either had a counter or a reversal for and he was more utilizing his speed, and it was until the point where uh, much just like tied his hands up. But then, even at that, you saw like Allen was like, "No, I still got answers for you." <laughs> so uh, it came down to the walls of Jericho with his hands tied behind his back, where Allen pretty much had a scream that he tapped. Yeah, and then that was after Jack Hager attacked uh, Jake. Damn Jake. it, Jake! <laughs> Jake Hager, <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jake Hager came. Jack back. Swagger, Jake. Yeah. Take something. Um, and then the rest of the inner circle came down with some bubbly to celebrate. April, what would you grade this show? Mm, are we doing the letter grading? Yes. Okay. I'm still I'm still gonna give it an A. Yeah, definitely. I think like an A minus. Minus. Yeah. Put that minus. Because of the camera in. work on the jungle boy match. Yeah. And then just I do want to see more with the women stuff. Like, even though that was like a good match, I just yeah. feel like there's like no buildup happening with any of the women. I feel like their women league right now is pretty. It, it's just not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So see some more people. Hired. I need Cliff, some more. What are your thoughts? I gave it an a minus. I thought overall the show was great. I thought, um, you know, I thought the Brit match was probably you know the worst match on the card. Yeah, but overall, I liked everything. We saw. Cliff hates women's wrestling. So. No, <laughs> <laughs> he just hates women. The end. And, and. <laughs> no, but it's right. That's pre- that was pretty much the the out of even though it wasn't horrible, it just out of all the matches that yeah. was the worst one. Yeah, because there was just so much. This good is the sense of being on. like the worst of the best isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. April, do you have any other thoughts? Um. No, it was really good. So wait, are those Jurassic Park people? Jurassic Park, (laughs) (laughs) Jurassic Express are like. Is that the new team with that guy? So Marco's been like running with them for. Oh, he has been. Mm -hmm. I -hmm. don't know why I've never seen him before. I think the last time was. I really like them together. I like him better than that giant dude. What? I don't know. I guess like that giant dude just. Luchasaurus. Yeah, I don't know. Luchasaurus is awesome. I haven't seen really much of him. No, you haven't. So I guess that's why I guess I'm just going to assume that these two work together and they're good together. So I didn't know if they were going to like split apart when that guy comes back or they're always going to be like a trio thing. I think it's always those three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see that too. Are you sticking around? Are you going to go? I would only stick around if you guys were going to do. Well, you guys have to talk about NXT. So no, I should go. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on SmackDown? No. I'll give you two uninterrupted minutes. No, I don't need that long. I don't need more than that. I, you know, what did he, what even happened? It's sure. Okay. Quick rundown and then we'll, Cliff and I'll dive into it. Let's just run down SmackDown and then we can, we can run down NXT after that. I'm down if you're down. Okay. It's- we'll speed run it. Also. Roman versus Nakamura opened the show up for the IC title. 
One commercial break. Uh, Sammy interferes at one point. Uh, Nakamura hit a, a sick snap German suplex, like Roman was stuck on the ropes. Um, and then Baron Corbin runs down and hits Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, with his, like... Yeah. Pole. Doctor. What is it? With his oh, pole. No. <laughs> yep. You beat him up with his pole. <laughs> yeah, with his uh, scepter. Daniel Bryan runs down uh, in a black shirt. Uh to help get some offense and then gets like tied up for a really long time with Sami Zayn because I think Nakamura missed his spot. And then Nakamura just like kicks the shit out of him. Daniel Bryan was definitely having some Jim Henson vibes. I'll send you <laughs> pictures, April. I what? sent it to the group chat and got no no feedback. He looks just like Jim Henson. The guy that does the 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 guy that did do the Muppets, yes. I was thinking Ward Party. <laughs> Yes. He also does Word Party. His production company did Word Party, yeah. We get uh, one of the greatest segments of all time. Heavy Machinery and <laughs> New Day. Oh, wait. You're not going to talk about that match? How much you enjoyed it? No, it was garbage. <laughs> oh. We're speed rounding. Oh. Nakamura. I mean, Nakamura, and it, it wasn't a horrible match. Just the end. The ending doesn't mean anything. And then they like made a tag match. Which definitely doesn't mean anything. Like, the the biggest issue I have right now with WWE, like, you watch AEW and it feels like shit actually means something. We're tracking a win-loss record. We have, like, standings for title matches. We have, like, title matches actually end. Um, and WWE is just... To be fair, though, to be devil's advocate, they're starting fresh from the beginning with nothing built, with no stories. Like, they have to always reinvent themselves, not... And I'm not saying that they're doing a good job. I'm just saying that, of course, at this point, AEW is not going to have like that kind of filler laziness. Like, Stink. yeah, because like they're so new, but they know how to do it right to start off with. And we'll have to see like how they eventually do. But right now, of course, they're going to be killing it. But also WWE just seems like so lost. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, like just entirely lost though. They should put Vince. They should put everything on the shoulders of New Day and Heavy Machinery. Yeah, because you loved this segment. Uh, they made pancakes <laughs> with protein powder. <laughs> Clearly, Steve loves this. Otis just pours a just giant bowl of slop into his mouth, and it's all over his beard. And the look that uh, Xavier, Xavier was can, getting him yeah. is just perfect. Uh, uh, let me get the second commercial. We get the Shorty G like recap, just showing him like getting beat all the time. Cliff, how do you feel about this guy's name change? Do you love it? Uh, which one? The Shorty, Shorty G. G. <laughs> like in general, like no, I hate it. I fucking hate it. One hundred percent, I hate it. I can't stand it at all. <laughs> he, somebody put it on Reddit today, like. Or, you know, it might have even been Brian, Brian Alvarez, but he's like, Gable isn't using the fact that he, like, went to the Olympics to build his character. Instead, he's focusing on his height. And it's not his choice. It can't be no, his choice. No, not no, not at all. There's but no it's fucking still, way. It's like, yeah, you have somebody who went to the fucking Olympics. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Imagine, okay, <laughs> imagine if Kurt Angle debuted and it wasn't that we have an Olympic gold medalist. It was we have somebody who loves milk. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, so Gable versus Curtis Axel, which I couldn't even tell you last time Curtis Axel wrestled. 
by himself. Fucking forever, dude. Yeah. Forever. Um, it was an all right match. Gable uh, hits the ankle lock and wins. Then we get an in-ring interview, and it's all... <laughs> I forgot I actually put uh, letter grades next to the matches. That's a good idea. Uh, Sami Zayn, or the Nakamura match was a B. This match was an F. <laughs> oh my god. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> it was mostly because of the ring interview after, where Gable just talks about being short and accepting who you are and don't care about what other people say, like... Whoopee. Then we got Flair and Hogan like promo. I think this is when Hogan actually like did that like Skype interview. Yes. Incredible. <laughs> I'm yeah. just imagining 70 year old Hogan. How do I set this up, brother? Where do I? He better learn how technology works now. I need to update my browser. What? Uh, then we get. Heavy machine. I might get free cookies from this computer. (laughs) Why does he keep talking about cookies, dude? Uh, I'm hungry for him, brother. (laughs) Heavy machinery and New Day versus uh, what were we calling them? Rudolph. Rudolph. (laughs) Rudolph. Versus Rudolph and Revival. Uh, Another commercial. (laughs) I just put (laughs) Otis humping the air. Big E gyrating. I'm in heaven. <laughs> Cannot. I I do like uh, heavy machinery, though. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because at one point, uh, Big E grabs a leg, Otis grabs a leg on Dolph, and they like start gyrating and do like the leg breaker, and it was amazing. Uh, they keep pushing some crown jewel, tag team, turmoil, lame bullshit trophy match <laughs> I wrote down. What is that? See Biggie's um, Biggie's tweet about that. Hey, didn't he put like it'll be the greatest match that I've had that day? <laughs> well, that one. But then he said, "If I could only get some rich billionaire son to join our team, then we'd have this in the books." <laughs> so uh, at Crown Jewel, they're having a tag team turmoil match. Okay. And the winner gets a trophy. The- April, a trophy. Cool. Just like Braun Strowman and his trophy. Where is that trophy, I wonder? <laughs> There's that belt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He won a belt, too, didn't he? Belt. Where's that belt? <laughs> yeah, put that belt on the line. Strowman, it's been a year since you've defended. I don't... Wow. Let's be honest. Even if he has that belt, he shouldn't have that belt anymore, right? Mansoor should have it, because Mansoor threw out 50, 50 other competitors it's true. in the Battle Royal. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't it? It's Mansoor versus Cesaro at Crown Jewel too. Who is that? Some, oh, that match get some dropped. Foreign, some wrestler. Oh, okay. For Crown Jewel, nobody. He's he's from Saudi Arabia. He's gonna win. Oh, they're gonna like, oh, yeah. Are you gonna watch Crown Jewel, Cliff? I'm gonna attempt to. Cliff's a big wow. Saudi Arabia supporter. Loves it. Okay. <laughs> I was all about the Khashoggi thing, you know. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's what happens." And then, uh, oh my god, <laughs> this went dark real fast. Um, we get, I don't stand by that statement, by the way. We get like a uh, another commercial during this. Steve's, I'm just moving. Steve's on. gonna edit that out. He's gonna edit out the. the you know, <laughs> um, 
I wrote in here multiple times that Otis and Biggie are national treasures. Oh, Jesus. At one point, Dawson gets a uh, blind tag and then goes outside of the ring and the ref just doesn't count. Like, he's just standing there. Um, Otis is a national treasure. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dawson goes to suplex Otis. It does not work. New Day hits their finisher. Uh, I put A. This was an A match. You just put A because of uh, Otis. It's true. Who I really want to date, Mandy, <laughs> in real life. That we- dynamic is so ridiculous. I love watching those two like interact with each other because you can see like Otis is like the he's like Peter Parker before he becomes Spider Man. He's just like, oh, I want to talk to the hot girl, and then like he just kind of seems like he's like I don't know what to say, so he just says like the awkward statements that come to his mind. Yeah, I fucking love it. It's good. <laughs> There's a barbecue restaurant literally right around the corner from here that's called Techie. It really is. And every time I, I, <laughs> I'm forced to say that. Uh, yeah, a, we get a Daniel Bryan interview, and this is when I realized he just is rocking that Jim Henson look. Another commercial, and then we get Ms. TV. This is with Bailey? Yeah. And yeah. Sasha. And Sasha. Sasha looked good. Yeah, whatever outfit she was wearing, she was wear, just wear that all the time. Has a new theme that's not bad at all. Um, <laughs> they showed like a little promo before the segment, and it was like a kid crying because of the Bailey turn, which is good. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just realized how much I, I physically hate Charlotte Flair. Oh my god, you're such a hater. It's a lot. I really hate Charlotte Flair. Why? I just, I just don't like her. I don't oh. like her face. Oh, okay. I mean, half her face is in hers anyway. So wow, maybe, maybe it's that doctor that I don't like. All right, this is about Bailey. Miz tries uh, to get an explanation. Bailey says she doesn't owe anybody an explanation. Uh, then she just won't talk, like won't answer. So Miz says something about Brock. Like, are you Brock Lesnar? Are you Paul Heyman? What are you Brock Lesnar? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bailey says Bailey bellies because she was talking about the Bailey buddies. Oh, did she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the whole time this is going on, like Miz is needling them. And I was just like, why doesn't Bailey just punch Miz? I know it would have been good. It would've I been actually, awesome. but I do like Miz is always like a, to me, a good a pain uh, in the ass. No, I like him. I like that. He like tries to egg her on and everything like yeah. that. Cause he's trying to be good and piss her off but she should have just like literally punched him in the face yeah yeah just kick him what are you doing uh bailey says what about me what about bailey and then also says life sucks and then you die so she ripped off two people (laughs) raven and vince mcmahon Mm. then it's not over (laughs) nikki cross comes out and cuts a face promo with cheap with a cheap pop like talking about where they are and then Dana Brooke comes out and cuts a face promo. Because this is leading into that like That six-pack match, yeah. And then Lacey Evans comes out. It just goes to the ring. Uh, and then we get a commercial. And is the- Lacey Evans good now? I can't tell. Because I feel like she's not. Cliff, is Lacey Evans good now? <laughs> so it was weird because like that whole tag team that they did, I think they were trying to turn her face. And she didn't really wrestle like a heel match. And on SmackDown, so I'm assuming that they're gonna make her face somehow. But uh, yeah, I just I I 
I think so. I don't know. It's but I mean, weird. the first thing she did like, was like ditch the ring. Like when the bell rang, she just got out of the ring. That's pretty heelish. That's smart tactics. Yeah, <laughs> She's enough. also a. But she was still doing that, like oh, wiping herself and throwing the rag and like being all like kind of nasty. You know Ooh. what I mean? Ooh. I don't know. Gross. Uh, it's maybe... still going to be a part of her character. Like, yeah, she turns face. Yeah, probably because she's just always a bitch. Is that why? No? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mandy hits a stall <laughs> suplex on Carmella. Uh, let's see. Fans thrown out. I don't even know what that means. Fire and Desire are just essentially through the hall match, just attacking everybody, maintaining their, uh, spit my tongue, tag team. Yes. Like, yeah. April loves Lacey. Super kick party. What? No. <laughs> Nikki <Party>. wins. <laughs> April is so happy. No, none of that's, none of those are facts. All of that is the opposite of what he said. <laughs> April hates Lacey. There was a super kick party. But April also does not like Nikki. I don't under I don't like Nikki's like weird personality change. I like when she's like crazy wild, and now to me she's just like goofy and like haha, like like I yeah. can't take her seriously. <laughs> Go back to being like just like a crazy like Yeah, don't talk. Just be like it's the Tasmanian like, devil. Not even yeah, not even like don't talk, but just like Fuck shit up. Yeah. Her whole thing is just like her pairing with Alexa Bliss just made her a joke. I just yeah. cannot handle any of it. That was an F. That was an F match. Oh, wow. Cliff, did you write that in F um, match? I would have given it probably a D plus. Oh, man. These I have to say, low. there was something in there, though, that I, that no one is talking about. Like, I've watched, like, different people talk about, like, talk about this match in particular and that promo. Nobody mentioned that Nikki Cross forgot the city that she was in. Like, art. Where she stood there for a good second. She's like, I'm here in Indianapolis. No, yeah. You know what? I did notice that. You did. But I don't think, I don't, because I almost feel like that was like a Mick, when Mick Foley would be like, right here in Indianapolis. Like, it was almost the same cadence. Like, that's what I took away from it. I didn't take it to where she like forgot. I think she was building like the anticipation and then being like, your hometown, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it, that's nope. a really cheap. I one hundred percent. If you see her face, you could tell like she forgot because the way like she I tries really to sell it. Don't rewatch this. <laughs> don't make me do she it. Forgot. I'll I'll do it for you. Steve, no, Steve is just gonna take your word. Just take his word. <laughs> you know what, Cliff? You're right. Just, uh, we get another commercial. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when R Truth like called? Was it Cleveland that he called Cincinnati, or was it Cincinnati that he called Cleveland? Oh yeah, like I, yeah, I think it was. Oh my God. Cincinnati calling Cleveland. And then that almost the same old, thing happened. That became his old. I was gimmick. waiting for it. <laughs> There's another person that made like a big whoopee, whoopsie, whoopee, whoopee. <laughs> <A> big whoopee, <laughs> whoopsie. I can't remember who it was though, and they got booed. Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> Fuck the fans. <laughs> wow. We get a recap of the Bray Wyatt Hell in a Cell match, which is why. Yeah. Why? Why, why are that? they recapping that? And then they showed the Vegas thing of him going taking Seth Rollins into the hole. Yeah. Just to talk about how the match will not stop under any circumstances. So someone Crown is murdered. Jewel. No. Great. Murder is allowed. This is Saudi Arabia. It's Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's actually, yeah. <laughs> they, want, um, they want that. But what is the match then? It's like it's a, a false count anywhere match. So no disqualifications. Correct. But so was Hell in a Cell and they still just ended it. So mm-hmm. yep. I don't. I don't even believe them. 
My favorite Falls Count Anywhere match is Mick Foley versus The Rock. Or was it? Yeah. And Mick Foley, like... Shots of Friday the Kid? Yeah. No, maybe it wasn't then. Was it Big Show? Remember when Mick Foley took a pallet, like a forklift, and just put it on top of somebody? Put it on top of The Rock, and that was the empty arena match. Yeah, and he got the pin. That was great. Yeah. One, two, three. (laughs) We get... We get we then after that recap we get another recap of Braun Strowman and the Tyson Fury which again don't care uh, but we get Braun versus Drew Gulak and the first thing Drew does is grab a mic and he introduces himself because he's new to SmackDown and then he says I have if you co- if you go to Tyson Fury and do what you usually do you're gonna lose but I've created a 345 slide PowerPoint that will show you how to win. We don't even get one slide. Yeah, not one. Do you think this PowerPoint cliff presentation is available online? <laughs> yes, I think we could probably find that one. Oh, I really hope we, so. We need to. <laughs> I put Braun as a heel because Braun just starts attacking Drew Gulag and trying to help him. <laughs> Uh, he throws Gulak out of the ring. That's not my next uh, my next point. He does this stupid like freight train thing, which is the worst. It's so dumb. Uh, pins Gulak, rips off his shirt, and April noticed something. Oh my god, his nipples are pierced. He has pierced nipples. Have they always been pierced? Cliff, you're the expert on Nipple Braun piercings. Strowman nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they've always they've been Pierce um, for about as long as he's been in the world's strongest man competitions. For real, I've and yeah. he has he had his shirt off ever? No, because have I never when, seen his shirt when off? He, was he only the, wrestles in like a singlet. Yeah, he usually has that like, black singlet on. Or like so when he was with Wyatt family. Yeah, when he was with Wyatt, it was like that brown one. I don't like seeing his nips then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I actually liked a. Uh, Drew Gulak in this. He's he's always been awesome. He was on 205 all the time and he was fucking great. Yeah, I didn't watch 205. So, yeah. but with his like first I guess like introduction of himself, I really liked yeah. it. That was the best thing about that. Yeah. I don't like the stupid running around the the ring thing. No. What is that? It's so dumb. Like we were talking about I didn't like that they got I didn't like that they went back to doing the PowerPoint presentation. Like that for his old gimmick. I hate that gimmick. I think it's so dumb. <laughs> Steve is so offended. You should see his face. He's so offended. <laughs> How dare you, Cliff? <laughs> I think it's so because like you're well, a guest remember, on like, the show. He had a character change. <laughs> Steve just takes you off. <laughs> he had a character change. Oh, Cliff just dropped out. I don't <laughs> know what happened. <laughs> I don't think it needs a character oh, change. So, no, so he had this before then. No, 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 no had this in 205 live and then he changed into like this more kind of like mean kind of more aggressive wrestler he didn't care about the powerpoints it was really cool i liked it yeah it's just like this ruthless aggression style and then like think about it it brought it back and i was like here's your powerpoints back kid but if you think about it like this like he wasn't gonna win that match being like ruthless and mean he was trying to get into bronze head and hopefully have Braun leave with some things to think about and win via count out see that's i can't wait until next week where we don't bring that up, and we don't talk about that. Well, that's—I mean—that's the main thing about WWE TV. You just don't talk about what happened last week. It just doesn't matter. Um, it's going to be so effective when we go to when we go to Crown Jewel and Braun loses the match because he's the new Big Show. And then we're just never going to talk about it. OMG, his <laughs> nips are pierced. Uh, commercial, or no? I'm sorry, Brian. Dana Bryan comes out, and then we get a commercial. Um. 
the heels came out during the commercial. Because that, like, when we come back from it, Nakamura and Corbin are in the ring, and then Roman, who is announced as the head of Team Hogan for Crown Jewel, comes out. Wait, what? Yeah. Instead of Rollins? Instead of Rollins. What the fuck? Yeah, they took Rollins out of the match. Oh, I just completely missed that. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Similar to Stonehenge being on the TV in (laughs) Halloween 3. Oh, jeez. I just didn't even notice. (laughs) It's the, yeah. Steve's trying to plug it used to be better right now. What a great, what a great podcast that is. (laughs) How did someone take stone a Stonehenge out of the ground? Like, how did they just? How does it just go missing? I well, don't understand. Didn't, they didn't take the. They didn't take one of the ones on the ground. They took the ones on the top. Okay, first of all, there's no explanation. You and can't it defend was it, very Steve. There's difficult. no ex- uh, No. You'll never believe how we did it. <laughs> <laughs> exact words. Um, this. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> I just wrote down. Oh, I don't care about me. this match whatsoever. Camera this work is... is real shit today. <laughs> Those are what I wrote. <laughs> Steve kept being like, camera change, camera change, camera change. I'm like, okay, I get it. They're, they're changing it a lot. And he's just like, camera, camera, camera. Yeah, and it was like, it was like I was in the production truck, though, because every time I'd be like, not change, not change. It was changing. Like, I just don't understand how I literally just saw these people earlier and now I'm rewatching them again. Yeah, that's the biggest, like, it shouldn't have, that sh- it just doesn't make sense. It's Teddy Long. Teddy Long was the general manager for SmackDown, and he would put you in matches with The Undertaker or a tag match. And that's exactly what happened here. And it's just boring. Ali is going to be also on Team Hogan, Mustafa Ali. And for the second year in a row, he is donating his paycheck from that show to charity. It's, I loved his tweet, by the way. Which one? Which one? Is it about and I said, uh a real an Ameri- a real American and Hulk Hogan will be at Crown Jewel. Oh damn! I was like, God. He also uh, some like somebody tweeted at him that his kid wanted to be like Mustafa Ali for Halloween and couldn't find like any like costumes. So Mustafa Ali just sent him like one of his face things and like the hand thing. Oh yeah, and like a whole bunch of stuff. He seems just like a really good person. So is this the same place that like Sami Zayn can't even go to and all that shit? Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Alistair Black shouldn't. I don't think he goes either. Yeah. Because he's a worshiper. He's a Satanist. Is he actually Back a Satanist? Tattoo. Yeah, he loves Satan. Oh. Okay. I don't know if he's like a practicing Satanist. Oh. I mean he comes to Vegas and <laughs> sits by the Mirage pool. I don't I don't know if that makes him not a Satanist just because he <laughs> likes to go lounge by I a don't pool. Picture Satanist is like vacation people. <laughs> no, they probably love the vacation. What? <laughs> If you're a Satanist, please add us on Twitter. <laughs> your favorite vacation spot. What? They probably <laughs> liked a vacation. Yeah, that's true. Who doesn't? Yeah. Cliff, April is going to San Diego for New Year's this year without me and our son. Oh, I mean. And why would he care about that? <laughs> Thoughts? I mean, that's <laughs> Satan. Satan. Yeah, you know Satanic. what? I'm a I don't care what people from San Diego say to me. <laughs> Uh, no, that place what, was German for whale's vagina. Well, it is. And also, why don't you just ask Cliff about how he liked this match? Because it was so good. Yeah, Cliff, what did you think of this match? <laughs> match was trash. Stop. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pass it off. It was trash. Full stop. Garbage. Oh. Sami Zayn needs to do more. Sami Zayn does need to do more than just be a hype man. It I makes me know. sad. I love him as a hype man, but I f- he needs to like get in the mix a little bit more. He's great as a hype man. 
Holy shit. What did you think of the match? Me? Yeah. Um, Jesus. I mean, like, the beginning and the end blended so well together because I just didn't even know which one's which. I don't even know what... I don't even remember what happened, to be honest. And we were full-blown watching it together. Daniel Bryan definitely won. Daniel Bryan. I just remember Daniel Bryan. I'm like, he's so fast. I yeah. feel like that's the one I always remember. Man, he was like a fucking rocket in this match. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough to give a Daniel Bryan match. It's a low grade, but... I know. He's so fucking fast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I mean... Him, I just... and, him and Omega have fought before. I'm going to go find it. They've had to have. I just don't even understand this. I'm just bored even thinking about it. <laughs> All right, are you going to go shower? Are you going to ask for my grade? What's your grade? My grade on this show is a solid D. What? As always, I am willing to give you a solid D as well. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but SmackDown definitely was a D. It was a D show. Nothing really felt like it was moving forward. It felt like we're aiming for this pay-per-view that nobody's going to fucking watch. It was... At least, I think I fucking lost track of how many commercials. Cliff, we're obviously hung up on the commercials. I don't know how you feel about them. How many commercials, Cliff? Because I know you were keeping Ten track. commercial breaks. So Ten at, commercial breaks. At is what three minutes a piece, that's 30 minutes. It, it's way more than USA, right? I'm not tripping. Like, it has to be way more. I think because it's like... Uh, network, I'll do network. that research next time. Because I just feel <laughs> like it's always breaked or it's just broken up poorly. Like, yeah. they're breaking at like... A lot of points. I just feel like it's barely a show. Yeah. Well, it's two hours and, I mean, 30 minutes of that is fucking commercials. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just... Dude, didn't they, didn't they fire Eric Bischoff because they'd lost a million viewers? Because it's pretty much like what they've been doing anyway. I mean, you just shove a whole bunch of commercials in and nobody's interested in half hours of commercials. They want to watch action. That's why a lot of people... You know, flock to AEW because like AEW doesn't have that many commercial breaks, and it's when they do, it's at an appropriate time. Like, hey, we're in between matches. Let's run a commercial break really quick. We so and we watched just, AEW on somebody's YouTube, and the runtime was an hour and forty five minutes because they had all the commercials out. I think, but I think some of the commercials they kept in because it was like the picture in picture. Oh yeah, you're right. So, yeah. like it's still plenty crazy. Levi's texting me. Um. Reddit clip. Did you say this is a D show, Cliff? Did you agree with the big D? Did I agree? Cliff will always Capital agree D. with the big D. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just—it's sad because I don't—I want to give it like a fair chance, you know. I'm like kind of excited of the Fox move, but now I just feel like it's just dumb. I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll pick up after a Crown Jewel. We have two weeks. Maybe, maybe if they can just end all that other shit, yeah, and get rid of now that like everyone's. I think everyone's drafted, yeah. question mark. Well, it was funny, too, because Brock wasn't on this show and Kane wasn't on this show. But maybe with the draft, they can finally, like, actually make new stories. Maybe they're just trying to fill it until Crown Jewel and then they can, like, actually yeah. make something happen. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I think so. I think they're oh. just going to play week to week. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Cliff. I don't think He's so. He's so negative on this show. I don't know. Uh, I mean, what's his name? Bruce Pritchard's, like, in charge now. And he's he's got a pretty good mind. He had produced that when Batista came back and like attacked Flair, like he like set that whole thing up, like the camera shots and kind of like the angle. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. But we still forget. Like it's funny because like people say that too. They're like, well, Paul Heyman came in. He 
things are going to change. You know, Eric Bischoff back, things are going to change. Vince McMahon still runs the show, and we're still getting this 70-year-old 70 year old senile dude telling us that, hey, you know what sounds great? Shorty G. We're going to get that guy over by shortening his name and then making fun of his height like we did with Daniel Bryan. That didn't work, and that didn't work with every other person that was a tall guy fighting a short guy. Like, I'm just – I'm over it. Yeah. No, you're. I mean, you're totally right. I'm just trying to. Well, and Bruce Pritchard's old, you know. Eric Bischoff was old. He Eric Bischoff hadn't been like doing anything in wrestling for like ten years. Man, Paul Heyman's old. Like, but it, without if like Vince could just like back the fuck away for a second, like I just feel like something could happen. But he's just so. Well, and he'll he'll be a little distracted because the XFL is going to launch pretty soon. Twenty twenty. Will he be distracted though? Will not be distracted. Well, he's got to pay attention to be the LA Wildcats. <laughs> I'm like, I sound so negative about it. It's like we're about he's positivity. Be amazing. Like, we're I don't, not, so. we're, don't let Steve fool you. Steve fucking just moans and groans the whole time watching this shit. I mean, but I don't. But I also haven't been in as invested in as long as you guys have been. So I guess I'm not like as worn out. You know. Yeah. So I don't complain during AEW. I love AEW. Oh, of course not. Tony Schiavone, baby. AEW is just killing it right now. And now that we have the comparison, it's hard not to like shit all over WWE. Yeah. So are you going to stick around? Well, I'll be there are things. So there were things that I liked about 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 WWE, like as far as like their presentation, how they can like deliver characters. And anytime that they want to pull the trigger, we can get an instant star like I.E. Kofi Kingston, right? His run earlier this year. Where it was like, out of nowhere, oh. everybody was like riding him and they were like, yeah, he's going to be the man. And everybody was, you know, they pushed him because the fans wanted it. But it's like, it's it's almost to the point where Vince is like, he's like, you know what? It's, I'm just going to just piss the crowd off every fucking time I get a chance. Like at the Hell in a Cell, he was laughing in the back when the whole thing went down and the crowd was booing. Oh, what? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. wait a minute. That's, like, that's not funny. Hear? Like reports that's like reports of like mm-hmm. how that he was just he thought it was funny this is great what a reaction uh, he thought it was great no there's no way oh yeah that he it went down exactly like he wanted it what yeah seth rollins got booed out of there so badly yeah he's a geek <laughs> he i love when <laughs> Alvarez Alvarez calls just calls him a geek 24 7 <laughs> <laughs> i just love it i mean yeah no it's sad vince mcmahon Man, how old is he? He's got to... He's like 78. God, man, he right? is 78 and kicking hard. Still kicking. His mom's still alive. Holy shit. They have good genes. His mom's like 100. Oh, my God, you guys. Vince is going to live till 100. This is what we... This is what we have going. <laughs> this is what we have going on. All right, um, right, I'm dipping out. You guys talk about NXT. Bye. 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 Vince McMahon's 74. Jesus. It's funny, though, because you said that Vince... You said... um. Paul Heyman is old, and Paul Heyman is 54, and Triple H is 50. Like, <laughs> they're in no, the same. I got it. Oh, I'll tell Cliff to vamp. Okay, I got a All right. All right, <laughs> one second. I'm going to swap headphones. Unplug that. All right. NXT, Cliff. Hell yeah. First match of the night, we had uh, Champa versus Garza. Um, I just put in Champa one. Who's Garza? Keep. Um, what the hell was his first name? I forget what his first name is. Um, he so he was a part of the breakout tournament. Um, okay. He's a third generation wrestler. It was it was a funny match because like 
this dude, um, he has a part because he wrestles in he wrestles in was bands. It Hector Garza and from WCW. Angel, <laughs> Angel. Well, I think actually I think there's a relation to him, but Angel Garza. Um, but he has this he has a thing in the match where he wrestles in like tearaways, right? And then like midway through the match, he just rips the tearaways off, and like oh. all the people in the crowd like go crazy for it. It's yeah. Weird. He is uh, he is related to uh, Hector Garza. <laughs> there we go. Um, so Champa took uh, Hector uh, Angel's pants and like pretty much beat the shit out of them, and then mimicked <laughs> that he was doing the uh, fairy tale ending on him, and then <laughs> threw him in Garza's face and it hit him with a draping DDT for the win. It was pretty cool. I nice. like the match. You guys gotta go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like quick to like summarize. Um, Undisputed Era came out right afterwards, um, and they, you know, Champa was still in the ring, but uh, Kyle Riley handed a, a thumbstick to the announce table and said, "You guys might want to see this." Which then, like, you kind of notice, like, uh, you know, the guys were all kind of like they look kind of beat up, like they were worn out a little bit. But then you find out that they just beat the shit out of Velveteen Dream oh. um, in the back. It was crazy. Well, I, I loved it. Um, then uh, we had match number two start up, which was uh, Birch and Lorkin versus Imper- Imper- uh, Imperium, which uh, Marcel Bartel uh, started to match off with Danny. Um, I put it here. Marcel uh, is in with Danny and then gets headbutted. Eichner <laughs> <laughs> um, gets tagged in. I have to say, um, this is kind of like the first time that I got to see Eichner and Bartel in a ring together, and they are phenomenal. Just to like put that out there. Uh, hey, uh, Bartel does like a Nessie suicide, but he f- on the uh, on the fact that Orny Lorcan is in this match. If I may, Chuck Taylor tweeted twenty hours ago. <laughs> One time, I called Biff horny like in pervert werewolf, and it was probably my finest hour. But then I deleted it because I'm fucking cool. <laughs> And then Orny Lorcan replied, remember when you told our China stories at WWE tryout? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's this so is, great. Oh, my God. I love Lorcan's, like, Twitter game. His shit oh, is dude, so lit. Him and, him and fucking uh, Chuck Taylor are, like, the best right now. Sorry. Continue, please. <laughs> um... So then what we saw, uh, there was a double springboard by Eichner um, into a backflip, which looked <clears> really cool. Um, we got a PK into a powerbomb, and then a European uppercut by Imperium for the win. Uh, I, I got um, This match, I, I gave it an A+. I thought it was great, um, great ending, and it was great showing by Imperium right off the jump. Uh, Wolf stayed on the outside. He didn't even have to interfere. Which I thought was an amazing thing to you know watch them go down. I just I thought they were uh, it's a great team. So, and then they didn't even need Walter. Like Walter wasn't there at the show. So I was like, man, like this only makes that group like way stronger than what right. they were originally. Yeah. You there? Clifford. Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Seeing like the circle black like light up, but then I couldn't hear anything. Your goddamn computer. 
<laughs> Please continue. Um, yeah, so match number three starts up. Oh, uh, we had the Johnny Gargano promo uh, right after that match. And then we got into match number three, Io Shirai versus Caden Carter, which people remember her as Lacey um, originally. But Caden Carter came in. Um, this was um, kind of a quick match, but it showed a lot uh, for at least Caden. Um, she had a lot of great offense. Uh, but Io ended up winning this matchup, um, short match. Uh, and, yeah, then they just hyped up uh, the, you know, who's going to be the number one contender. Uh, EO cut a promo. Rhea interrupted her, let her know, like, hey, if you ever say my name again, I'm going to shut you up. Then we find out that Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair are going to be on for next week. Oh, shit. Uh, Rhea Ripley's a fucking up for beast, dude. What's that? I said Rhea Ripley. She's a beast. She's fucking great. She's going she's gonna to kill Bianca. Can't, I can't wait to see them put uh, the NEC women's title on her. She's a I I'm I'm a huge fan of Rhea Ripley, and um, I was showing I was showing my wife, uh, what she looked like at the May Young Classic for I think it was 2017. Yeah, and uh, then I showed her 2018. She's like, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's the same girl, <laughs> the same woman I showed you before." <laughs> yeah, she just changed the look dramatically. She just went from, "Hey, I'm that sweet innocent girl," to, uh, "I'm now going to mess you up. I'm going to rip your arms off and beat you with them." Um, so let's see. We found out that Dream wouldn't be able to compete, but the winner of the Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic uh, match was going to compete for Strong's title uh, next week. Which I felt like that was like the theme of the show, right? Was that wait till next week, wait till next week. Everything's going to happen next week. So you're like, then why do I want to buy on any of these matches if everything's going to happen next week? Yeah. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, like what What the fuck do I care? Um, but this match, uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic, it didn't let anybody down, though. It was a great match. I, I'm so for these two guys, and they can, they can fight for as long as they want. I don't care. Uh, they always come up with new innovative spots. It's weird seeing two big guys do cruiserweight moves and do them well. Yeah, dude, they're oh, fucking um, massive, both of them guys. Uh, what is it like? Dominic is like like 6'4", and he's like 270, and uh, Keith is 320, and I think he's like 6'3". But I was like, God, man, like you would have never – I mean, you would have never known. If you if you just read this match, you would have thought it was two cruiserweights until someone told you like who they were and they showed you pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it, does, it doesn't so, matter because uh, this match ended bullshitly. Yeah, so, yeah, and that was kind of weird, too, that the match ends with um, uh, Roddy coming out, hit them both. Regal comes out, and he was like, very clever, Roddy, but since you got one of them disqualified, they're both going to face you. And I was like, saw that one coming. I don't know why. I have a feeling that Roddy's still going to re- retain this title next week. When When has that not happened? <laughs> like... When when has there been a number one contenders match where then the champion comes in, attacks, and it doesn't get turned into a fucking triple threat? Like Roderick Strong, you idiot. Didn't we we got the all the time in SmackDown with Teddy Long, you know, to kind of pull it back to a previous segment that we talked about. Especially Listen, when you saw like you go, Well, players, <laughs> I smell a tag team match coming on. 
Um, match five started us off with uh, Matt Riddle making his return versus Bronson Reed. Um, short match. Uh, Bronson got some offense in, but you know, uh, Riddle has a different finisher. I guess like everything that Riddle does is bro something, right? So he's like the floating bro, the bro mission, the bro finisher, the bro the job, bro to sleep. I was like, this is it's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Did you hey, see I just saw a clip of him uh hitting a jackhammer. Again? I said I just saw a clip of him on uh YouTube like hitting the jackhammer, like ripping off Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. I, I I wonder what they're gonna call that the bro hammer. I could imagine that. <laughs> um, so let's see. Oh, match. So we had like a lot of matches in this anyway. So match number six was a short match, uh, but it was a return match. So Tegan Knox made her return uh, against uh, Tanara, and uh, Tanara laid out Knox, uh, but then Knox eventually got the upper hand with a choke slam, and then she lands the shiniest wizard. For the win. Um, and then, uh, um, who was it that came out next? Uh, Shayna Baszler came out and cut a little promo and ended. <laughs> so, another person trying to throw their name in the hat, I guess. <laughs> um, and then, uh, then we got a message from Finn Balor and... I think we went to commercial break like right after that. And then when we came back, we had Boa versus Killian Dane, which everybody was hoping when that Boa was going to win that match. Was definitely going to win this match. <laughs> he does uh, the triple Vader bomb and then uh, locks in the submission, which I'm not going to lie. It, it looked painful. I do miss uh, like watching Killian Dane. Yeah, like he's... Like obviously he's obviously he's a big dude, but he's amazing. Like the things that he can do, I'm just like, it, it goes back to like that whole like keep watching Keith Lee do his thing. Kenny Dane is the same way. Like he's just very fast. Him, um, Ivar, and uh, just watching the big guys move. Like it's it's phenomenal to see. It reminds me a lot of like watching like Hugh Morris uh, back in WCW, like doing that uh, no, no laughing, laughing matter. matter. Yeah. Like it's. It's cool to watch. And then uh, pissing on people and beating them up. Oh, no, that was when he was a coach on NXT. I'm sorry. And that's when, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then, you know, people people cry about it, and then he gets fired. Yeah. Is what shame. it is. And now we have the greatest NXT of all time. Thank you, Albert. <laughs> yeah. You mean sweet tea? <laughs> How dare you? Can't believe that's still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a Leo Rush promo, which he's the new NXT Cruiserweight Champion, which was really cool. I appreciate that. And then uh, we got into the main event, which I thought the main event was actually really good. Um, A-plus match for me, uh, Pete Dunne versus uh, Damian Priest. Um, and it really showed off like who Damian Priest is like watching this match. And what he's going to be able to do for the roster. Um, if you don't know who Damian Priest is, uh, another name you guys might recognize him as is Punishment Martinez. Uh, but Priest 
like doing leaping elbows, you know, Pete, like using like stomps on elbows and stuff like that. Uh, you know, pretty much just telling the story that they're going to isolate body parts. Um, and Damien Priest, man, he lands like massive suplexes. Um, get towards the end, you know, he ends up hit, uh, he ends up kicking Dunn uh, in the dick <laughs> and then hits his finale or hits his finisher and then wins the match. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot of great back and forth. If you guys get a chance, definitely go back and watch this match. Um, it's uh, it was a highlight for me for uh, NXT, and I'm glad they saved this match to the end. I would hate to see this started off. Martinez is really good. He's great. I mean, I mean, I saw. So last year we went to NXT Bel Air here in Maryland, and um, he wrestled Keith Lee as Punishment Martinez. It was his last match as Punishment Martinez, as I would come to find out in the way that the tapings came down. Um, and uh yeah it was um i don't even know like just the way those two worked together they like shook hands right at the end because obviously it was like punishment's last match um but uh yeah he it was weird because the way they ended that match too was that punishment martinez ended it with a headbutt <laughs> and then just fell on top of lee and pinned him <laughs> <laughs> i saw him wrestle at uh ring of honor that time i went like four years ago Great. Great. So I also saw Viking Raiders and Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice and Hardy Boys. Like that Ring of Honor show was probably the last great Ring of Honor show that they had. It's a shame to see what's going on with Ring of Honor. I wish that like they could rebuild and like bring back like a bunch of big stars. No, now we got NWA. We got NWA. We don't need anything else. We got NWA, and we got a returning. Hey, you know what? Speaking of NWA, we got Aaron Stevens back now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, look at that, and S- Sandow, <laughs> and Mister Kennedy, Kennedy, and he's back. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like he aged a, a day. I thought he, I thought quite the opposite. I thought he looked like he aged a lot. <laughs> How dare you? He, uh, what? What grade would you give the NXT show? Um, as far as like a show, uh, I'd probably get an A. Nice. A minus. That's good. Yeah. On par with uh, NX or uh, AEW. Do you. Yeah, uh, I just think. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I just think that um, NXT, like, because they're going, obviously, they're going head to head with AEW. I think that if, like, um, I think if there were two different shows, like the ratings for NXT would be a lot better because the show is really good. And a lot of people are like, they're down on it because it's WWE and they're like, Oh, WWE has another show out. That I got to watch. Like NXT has always been consistent. It's funny. Cause like, I didn't even really pay attention to NXT all that much. Marty was actually the reason why I got into watch NXT. And now I'm out here. Like people, I've seen people complain and talk about NXT and then people talk about AEW and how it's a better show. But it's like, both shows are really good. Like you're getting like great quality matches out of both shows. Like, you don't have to choose. Like, stop choosing a side. Just enjoy the show that you're getting. And it's it's funny because like, I kind of been meaning like to kind of rant about this on like online, like on my own page and stuff. That you you don't have to make that choice. Like NXT is good. If you're an NXT fan, great. If you don't like AEW, that's cool. If you're an AEW fan, you don't like NXT, that's cool. But you don't have to force people to choose a side. It's not a real war. Like. You can like Marvel and DC. You can also like AEW and NXT. Like, you don't have to pick. (laughs) 
you just don't have to pick Raw or SmackDown. Like, you can choose other shows. <laughs> yeah, uh, 100%. Like, in my whole deal is, like, we we cover what we cover, but it's like, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to bring myself to watch NXT because I'm, I'm so burnt out on, like, the WWE presentation and, like, what they do. I'm just, like, so fucking over it. But, like, I also don't, like, I I shit on you guys in the group chat just for humor. Like, when you're talking about NXT and I'm like, no one cares, AEW, AEW. Like, but, <laughs> no, it's all fucking good. They, like, NXT's roster is really strong right now, um, especially with, you know, the Fashion Police and uh, Finn. Like, it's pretty crazy. I'm sure Cesaro will pop up there. Or, no, he's on SmackDown. Who didn't get drafted? We'll figure it out. Who was that again? No, nothing. I, I misspoke. I'm going to edit it. <laughs> I never edit it. I'm very lazy. Cliff, <laughs> you got any plugs? Yeah, so you guys can catch me um, on all your favorite social media platforms at CM underscore Miller 85, whether it's on Discord, you guys can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all the same, and TikTok now. TikTok. Um, and then you guys can also, yeah. <laughs> On TikTok too. Oh my God. Um, you guys can find me with WCF Wrestling as well as AUW Wrestling. Um, pretty much. I know that we're going to be uh, live streaming King of Ladders, which is going to be WCF show on November twenty second. Are you so going to be we'll in a ladder match? Having a, a f- I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be in the King of Ladders. It's like yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a fear of heights. But I know how wobbly the ring is, and I know how wobbly ladders are. I'm oh, just yeah. like, I'm not trying to add. I'm not trying to add to that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. No. Did you mention um, nerds? Did you mention nerds? Oh, yeah. So, also, you guys can catch me on Nerds Around Table. And then right now, uh, Get the KO is kind of on hiatus. We haven't really pumped out an episode in like three weeks now, four weeks. Um, that's only because we've had all different things kind of going on. So we haven't just, the timing just hasn't worked out yet. So hopefully soon you'll be catching us up and running again. Yeah. Just like this. We got it. For the WCF TV champion, Cliff Red Dog Miller. For April, who's showering. And for Steve, this has been Frankensteiner Presents Dynamite Smackdown NXT Raw. Uh... Remember to like and subscribe, and the card is subject to change. See ya!